0: Good morning for Thursday, July 7th, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Email inquiry a cloud over Clinton AIDS. Clinton adapts Sanders' ideas for tuition plan. And U.S. examines police killing in Louisiana. In today's national headlines. In private prisoner vans, a long road of neglect funding fight threatens bipartisan opioid bill, and drowning during SEAL training drill ruled a homicide. In today's business headlines, Fed saw outlook as cloudy before Brexit, Wall Street scion pleads guilty in $40 million security fraud, and U.S. investigates crash of a second Tesla vehicle. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Eric Lichtblau and Stephen Lee Myers have the top story from Washington. Email inquiry, a cloud over Clinton aides. Questions raised by the FBI about the State Department's handling of Hillary Clinton's emails have cast a cloud of doubt over the political futures of a number of her top advisors, including some expected to hold high-level jobs in her administration if she's elected president. Though Attorney General Loretta Lynch formally affirmed on Wednesday that the Justice Department would not seek criminal charges against anyone in the email case, fallout from the case is sure to affect several dozen State Department advisors who, records show, facilitated Clinton's unorthodox email arrangement, or used it to send her classified documents. Among those drawing the most intense scrutiny are Cheryl Mills, Huma Abedin, and Jake Sullivan, one-time aides. The State Department said it would restart an internal review into the handling of Clinton's emails now that Justice's investigation is formally closed, and that review could threaten the security clearances of several dozen other career officials and political appointees who knew of Clinton's private email server. As for Clinton, House Speaker Paul Ryan said Wednesday that in light of the FBI's findings, intelligence officials should deny her the classified briefings normally given to major nominees. "'I've never seen anything quite like this,' Bill Sabarino, a Washington lawyer specializing in security clearances, said on Wednesday." You've got a situation where the woman who would be in charge of setting national security policy as president has been deemed by the FBI unsuitable to safeguard and handle classified information. In a briefing Tuesday on the FBI's findings, the agency's director, James Comey, said that in situations similar to Clinton's, people found to have mishandled classified information are often subject to security or administrative sanctions. While Comey's criticism of Clinton attracted the most attention on Tuesday, his comments went beyond her to include other unnamed colleagues. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of the classified information, Comey said, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Indeed, a review of thousands of pages of emails and depositions that have been made public over the past two months shows that State Department officials ignored numerous red flags about the problems created by Clinton's use of a private server, both in the handling of classified information and the preservation of public records. A federal court ordered a number of State Department aides to give lengthy depositions about their knowledge of Clinton's email system As part of a lawsuit brought by Judicial Watch, a conservative advocacy group,